to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to keep rolling, but that's the second time we've done this where you have now cut out midway through your elongated hello there. So... What? I don't know if that's the Discord telling us that you need to scale back your hellos, because they are... Maybe. They've always been extremely enthusiastic, but maybe it's drawing a line that just quite how long the O part goes on for at this yes, point. It, it's not having any of it. No, it's a strain on their server capacity, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, gosh, I was looking earlier, actually, and this is now, I think, the 18th episode that we have done in lockdown. 18th, blimey. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. When, when all this started, what... What were your expectations for how many podcasts we might do in lockdown? Um, I don't know, probably eight at tops, I think. Eight at tops, yeah. I mean, to yeah. be fair, eight, that would have taken us to, what, sort of late May, middle of May. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like by that point, the government had already kind of stopped caring mostly about what people actually do. So we probably could have come out of podcast lockdown around then. Um, yeah. But we haven't. The government seems to have done a switcher and is now caring a bit more. I don't understand. I don't understand I, what's going on. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But I think it's a case of the, the horse has, has bolted. It's it's run across several fields at this point. It's, in fact, run straight to the beach and <laughs> uh, not only got terrible sunburn, but also quite possibly also COVID-19. So that's where we're at, I think. But I think technically speaking now, we could do the podcast in the studio, the same studio, that is, because obviously we're both operating in state-of-the-art studio still just not the same one yes but we could i think now return to the original studio but i think we would have to uh, either be we'd either have to put ourselves in each other's bubbles and i don't know i've lost track of how big these bubbles can be at this point <laughs> uh, or we'd have to wear uh, masks and visors or or whatever else, I don't know. Um, yeah, sorry the, like the rules are confusing. I think I could come round and wash your hair, but maybe not do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's how that works. Right. Yeah. Well, we're still doing this podcast, and as as always, I hope the audio quality. I mean, what am I saying? The audio quality has been a bit all over the place. One week it's pretty good. I feel like maybe you perhaps couldn't even quite tell that we were apart. And other weeks is patently obvious that something's gone wrong. For example, I've spoken into the wrong end of the microphone. Although, to be fair, that's nothing to do with being in lockdown or over a, uh, an internet call. That's just me being an idiot. I could quite easily do that in the normal setting. So, um, but yeah, you, you've been getting on all right, Josh. You, you, you've been uh, terrifically professional throughout. Well, you know, someone has to be. It's true. Um, and you're also the only one actually getting out there, doing some frontline reporting for the Park Rush Hell podcast. Yeah. 
Uh, last week you were at, or you had just been to Thorpe Park, and we reported back on that. And this week you've been to Alton Towers. Uh, we'll get onto that in just a second. There has been sort of some uh, reasonably big, I guess, uh, theme park news from the US, which is where most of the major theme park news obviously comes from normally. And uh, we'd maybe go into more detail about it next week because we do want to do Alton Towers today. But um, maybe just worth touching on that obviously Hollywood Studios and Epcot have reopened this week. Uh, for the first time since closing, although uh, some less good news about Epcot is that some of the uh, longer-term projects that they had announced, I think at D23 last year, uh, have now basically yeah. been confirmed to not be happening, which we had sort of speculated on that previously, how the coronavirus is going to impact longer-term theme park projects. But um, yeah, you sounded particularly disappointed in our little pre-show chat, Josh, about the Mary Poppins attraction getting canned. Yeah, um, it's just a good thing. It would have been cool to see what uh, the deal was there. It sounded like, you know, the grand plan for it, the original grand plan, sounded like it could be quite fun. But uh, yeah, it's a shame, really. Poor old Mary Poppins. Can't catch a break. Oh. I wonder if it's because obviously they would have had to staff it with, you know, authentic uh, East London geezers. I wonder if oh, I uh, the end of the exchange program temporarily has. I mean, this is no, it's probably not the case. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe they don't foresee a, a situation even in the medium to longer term where the the kind of you know the college exchange program and all that stuff gets back up and running to its you know full capacity. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe that has some impact on what they can do in the world showcase, especially. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but you know, if Disney ever needs a Cockney, then um, I can do a terrible <laughs> accent. So it's true. Give us, give us some of your best Cockney. What, Gov? As much you got them apples and peas. <laughs> it's pretty good, to be fair. <laughs> it's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that might be something we return to in the weeks to come. Uh, what's going on at Epcot? Maybe what's going on more broadly with uh, theme park construction projects? I mean, it's not stopping Universal. That Jurassic Park coaster, which they still haven't really announced, is uh, moving at a rate <laughs> what of knots. Jurassic Park coaster. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Uh, spoilers. Uh, uh, this unidentified uh, large steel, black steel roller coaster that appears to be um, uh, emerging from the lake outside the back of the Discovery Center in Islands of Adventures Jurassic Park. That roller coaster, hmm. Josh. Oh, that one. I've heard uh, no expense has been spared on it. No, me neither. Me neither. Uh, it's coming along. As I say, quite nicely based on all the sort of pictures that come out each week. Uh, so, yeah, that one doesn't seem to have been impacted at all by the coronavirus. Uh, something that has, though, Josh, Hong Kong Disneyland, shut again. Um, because of uh, a spike in coronavirus cases, although I would imagine that <laughs> what they consider to be a spike is probably, like, Two pretty people. small compared to what we've seen in the UK and certainly what they're seeing still in the US. It's Yeah, their, it's, their spike is lower than our daily numbers. Probably, yeah. It's just yeah. crazy though, isn't it? Like in the same week that Disney World opens its last two parks, uh, while Florida continues to post ridiculous numbers every day, uh, Hong Kong Disneyland has re-closed uh, during a week where it's, you know, had... 
by comparison, a very minor spike. Uh, you wouldn't even call it a spike if it had happened here. But um, no. Obviously taking all caution necessary, which is all you can ask, really. And then uh, it's Disneyland's 65th birthday, or it was yesterday as of recording on Friday. Congrats. 17th. So happy birthday to Disneyland. Of course, me being a massive theme park fraud, I have not been there. <laughs> I was there for the uh, 40th anniversary. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere. I assume you'd like to go back uh, sometime in the not too distant future, given all the new stuff that's coming. I mean, that Avengers Campus, for example, was pretty much all but done. I mean, that was one of the last big sort of press junket things uh, in the theme park yes. industry before everything closed. So um, I'd imagine yeah, that I'll, one is. I'm going to do uh, their Tower of Terror now as well, because obviously it's Guardians. It's true. Um, with I the did real it back Mary when Poppins. it was Tara's is, Terror. But... Is the real Mary Poppins on that Guardians ride? I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I don't know when that's uh, set I'm not in the sure. canon. Is it post-Guardians 2? Uh, I'm not sure, know. actually. It's meant to be the collector's place, isn't it? So. I think so, yeah. I yeah. think so. But he's dead now, right? Is he dead? Did he die in... <laughs> yeah, he died in... Infinity uh... War? <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess technically he died before Infinity War, right? Oh, yeah, because it was sort of a, an illusion. Yes. Right, okay. Yeah, that was a good film. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Alton Towers, because last week we spent ages talking about Thorpe Park, and is Alton Towers bigger than Thorpe Park? Uh, yes, it is. Great. Uh, so I uh, guess we'll do much the same as last week. I mean, this was a longer journey for you this time, Josh. This was true commitment to the cause to drive all the way to Alton Towers from Leafy Kent. Um, yes, um, I was up at 5.30 in the morning. That's savage. Why would you do for that? opening at 10am. That's ridiculous. That's um, ridiculous. I just made it. Although there was no documenting of the day on Twitter this time, not even one, one picture. So what am I going to do for the episode artwork? Uh, I have some pictures. Oh, you did take some. You just didn't put them on Twitter. Yes, I just didn't. Yeah. Alas. Well, you could put Alas. them on Twitter retrospectively. Yes. Um, I did put a picture on Twitter of those Splash Mountain figurines I mentioned last week to try and get a valuation, but didn't have much luck. I had some very contradictory GIFs. Someone sent me the uh, uh, Patrick from SpongeBob thing of him being like, I have $3, uh, which isn't really... <laughs> I don't think that's quite worth sending them off to get that much money. And it's no, not else anyone cost you more to ship McDunk them. diving into his money pit. So I'm getting mixed messages on those figurines. So like in somewhere in the middle, maybe. How much would you give pounds? me for them? Twelve Probably, pounds. Uh, is that what you're offering? Yeah. It's not bad to be fair. Um, no. Yeah. But I, they're probably I, worth more than that at the moment. You, well, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping I would get inundated with massive nerds saying, "Ah." Oh! <sighs> Twelve million dollars, but nothing of the sort so far. You need to, unfortunately, you need to eBay that. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. There's probably some sort of very specific Disney eBay, right? Like an like an like an Etsy for Disney or something, where people sell their old Disney stuff. I'm pretty well, sure that exists. Based, based on the photos I've seen, there's going to be a lot of merch on the internet. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, from people just walking out with sell them to Disney. bags full. So to have, yeah. that Splash Mountain store has just been ransacked. It probably looks like a, I've just finished The Last of Us 2 and uh, going through like, you know, the the old um, high streets and, and communities in that particular world that have been abandoned for at that point, like 25 years. Um, that's how I imagine the Splash Mountain store looking now. <laughs> just like shelves stripped, overgrown. So people have conveniently left left notes everywhere being like we couldn't stop them <laughs> they came in with pitchforks and torches torches um so yeah maybe i could bring them back there and disney would i could sell them back to disney at a huge markup yeah hey i see is uh looking for some of them uh splash mountain toys uh <laughs> just turn up like hustler kid from recess yeah. open up my coat just got a brer rabbit <laughs> and a brer fox hanging on my inside pockets that would be great. There's there's no recess representation at these Disney parks. There should be. I'm putting it I'm putting it out there right now. There should be recess yeah. representation. Yeah. That was a damn good show. Anyway. Sorry. Alton Towers. So you got up at half past five. Took you a few hours yeah. to drive there. Uh, to unleash how, the power how, of the uh, towers. How were the how was arrival? Was it similar to Thorpe Park? Um well, so I, just a quick uh, I think I mentioned it last week. Uh, Thorpe Park <laughs> is not on a main road as it were you have to go through a town to get to Thorpe Park Alton Towers is even worse oh you have to go through a village oh (laughs) oh no it is as country as country can be Uh, Alton Towers used to be a um, stately home as it were uh privately owned um and then they needed some money so they opened up the land so um, it used to have carnivals on it and people could walk around the gardens uh, and then they sold it and it's eventually come to be known as the autumn towers that we know uh these days um the process getting in wasn't the same uh actually so you kind of drive in uh they were doing uh, i think they're doing this at disney world actually so they they park the cars with a row in between uh, and then they come back and fill those rows in afterwards. Right. So is that so, is that just to avoid potentially people getting out of their cars in close proximity at the same time? Yes. And maybe with a bit of time left in between, they don't have that concern. Yeah. Right. Uh, absolutely. Um, the monorail wasn't running. Where's the monorail go? Does that... Does that also is it the same one that goes to Epcot and Magic Kingdom? Yes, yeah, yes, exact same one. Yeah, um, it just does a big loop and then. Right. Uh, no, but much like um, I guess, kind of like Magic Kingdom, uh, you get on it at the car park and get it from the car park to the entrance to the park. Right. Um, and it actually goes kind of through the park as well, so you see uh, air. Well, not air anymore. Um, Galactica and nemesis uh, and some other stuff as well so that's quite cool so but did you just walk it now then in these yes, unprecedented times it. it's not a massive it's not like uh disney so it's not a really stupidly long walk it's like a 10 minute walk if that yeah i mean with disney if the, if the monorail wasn't running and the ferry wasn't running you'd have to swim that would be the Pretty solution much, yeah. there i think is there, there is a, a there is a you can walk it now i think is it there's a secret walkway somewhere yeah you have to go past the poly and the grand flow um you might be able to go the other way you might be able to go past the contemporary actually think about it but Hmm. i've never done it so no no Um, i have to have some sort of special golden ticket to do that yes maybe 
Um, uh, then you get to uh, temperature check and bag check. Um, Did you have a temperature or same. a bag? I had a bag. The bag was oh. um, loosely checked. You don't strike me as a as a bag man uh, on days out. Think parks. Uh, no, but being, uh, you know, it was like, well, I have a phone and it looked like it was going to rain. So I had a rain jacket and a umbrella. Oh. Uh, it was touch and go whether it was going to rain. It did rain a little bit. Uh, so the, uh, it was quite health handy that I had the umbrella. Oh, wow. Well, it's, it's, a good yeah. pra- it's, it's a good sign, Josh, for your thing part future when you're taking, you know, your kids... And you've yes, proven absolutely. that you can attend not just as, you know, a young thrill seeker, but also as a responsible adult. Oh, I know. Bring right? all the need necessary supplies. Did you also bring like individually wrapped little ham sandwiches? Uh, uh, I didn't. Sun cream just to prepare for absolutely every possible I did have British anti-back. summertime weather eventuality. No no sun cream, but anti-back I did have. Oh, you did have anti-back. And, and a mask, yeah. I assume. And, and of course, a mask, yes. yes. Um, again, Lightfield Park uh, and Chesterton and every other park, I guess, in the country, you have to wear a mask on the rides. But not walking around. But not walking around, no. Uh, which is quite nice, because one of the good things about Alter Towers is there's a big... The gardens are still there, and you can still walk around the garden, so it's quite nice to be able to walk through the gardens freely, not have a mask on. Uh, yeah. do, you to, do, you to, do you have to pay to get into the gardens? Are the gardens part of the theme park, or can you do one or not? Because they opened the gardens uh, a few weeks before they opened the rest of the theme park, correct? Uh, yes. Well, so what they basically did then was they opened the theme park, but not any of the rides. Oh, okay. And I assume the um, prices were adjusted. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like £12. Just to do the gardens? Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, is it nice? Walk, off, um, the the idea of walking around an abandoned theme park is kind of well creepy, but in a kind of cool way to me. So I guess that's maybe the closest you would get is being allowed into a theme park that technically isn't really operating, and just sort of walk around and see all these just these areas yeah. that are normally full of noise and kinetic energy just being completely dead because people are just there um, to look at hedges. Yeah. I don't know whether they roped off the rides because the kind of cool thing about Alter Towers is that uh, due to its nature, all of the rides have to be below tree level. So you, can, you can't actually see any of the rides until we're quite up close. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and it also means, because it's a stately home, all the rides are kind of dotted around. They're quite far apart. So um, you have to walk a fair bit. So you could, in theory, you could walk through to the gardens and never see a ride. That's cool. That yeah, it's cool because you don't you don't really get that problem in the US where you have you know obviously so much more land that you can build these big theme parks completely out of the way. Whereas here, there's a similar problem at Legoland where I think I've told this story before. How one time when I went to Legoland, uh, I was probably about ten, uh, and our childminder, my sister and I's childminder, took us, and her husband was like some sort of sound engineer. He worked a lot on concerts and things mainly, but he was like contracted to go out to Legoland because they just built this new roller coaster and he basically needed to assess the noise levels that it created and whether they were too extreme given that people lived very close to the theme park. Uh, so we got to go for free with him as he was testing. I think it was the Jungle Coaster, which oh, uh, I don't think is there anymore, but I think it is at some of the other Legolands. Might even be at the Florida one. And uh, I think, yeah, his his assessment obviously was that it was fine, but maybe long-term it proved not to be, and that's perhaps why they got rid of it. But, yeah, similar, 
similar issue there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, temperature check, bag check, tickets uh, scanned, into the park you go. Um, I beelined for the Wicker Man being the newest ride at the park. <laughs> And when was the last time you were there again before this visit? Oh, God. Uh, would have been... I think been... you said last time it was more recently than Thought Park, that you'd been to Thought Park, or was it... Or am I getting yeah, that so wrong? I'm probably, I'm probably saying 2012 was the last time I went. Okay, that's quite a long time. That's like a third Still of your quite life. Still a long time, yeah. Just, just wow. under. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. That's all right. Let's Let's stick to a third. It's... Roundabout. It's, it's cleaned. Yeah. I mean, the first two, three years of your life don't really count because no one can remember them. So, <laughs> a third, it's true. third of your meaningful life Thanks away to, yeah. from Alton Towers. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, not anymore, luckily. No, true. Um, I would go every year. Um, I do really enjoy the park. And, and it's um, a Merlin park, obviously. So, if you get that Merlin annual pass, that can yeah. get you into. Alton Towers, Thorpe Park, some of their other attractions that aren't theme parks like the London Dungeons and things like that, right? Sea Life, so. all of the Sea Life Centres, so all of the dungeons, so that includes London, Edinburgh, um, I think there's a couple of others. Dartford. Um, Dartford all the Sea Life Centres across the country. Um, the London Eye, uh, and a couple of other things as well. Yeah. Um, yes, and you know, if you're going to go to all of that stuff, uh, you can eventually make a decent saving. It just depends how often you go. There's actually quite a cool calculator on the uh, Merlin website where you can figure out how much you'd save and that sort of stuff. All right, Merlin PR man. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it seems like a good price if you're going to go enough times. If you're not going to sure. go enough times, just stick to your um, butter lid two for one entry to any theme park in the country <laughs> yeah um, right, butter PR man anyway uh. Uh, the Wicker Man uh, the Wicker Man is the newest ride at Alton Towers is this uh, the Nick Cage version of the Wicker Man uh, there were uh, no bees luckily so uh, um, it is not uh, it is not related to any of the films it is related to the traditional folk tale Fair films enough. are also based on uh, opened in 2018 this is probably the most themed attraction that I've seen at a Merlin park nice um, so the uh, staff have uh, outfits so they're meant to look kind of like folksy people that are maybe on a remote uh, British isle that don't normally see the outside world right um, okay there's a great big wicker man that's always on fire. Cool. Um, and they even play, uh, they've got uh, folk, like music that is themed to the area as well. Uh, wow. Including the Alton Towers theme tune, which I can never remember what the Alton Towers theme tune is off the top of my head. But I don't know, there was an Alton Towers theme tune. Yes. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, it is a quite famous song. Uh there's gonna, no call to you, adventure though let's be honest that's that's peak theme park theme tune right there uh yes i guess so um in the hall of the mountain king is the song it's the um that's, was it? that sounds close to like an actual piece of music that is not all it is towers. an actual piece of music oh so they've just um, fobbed one off and it's not yeah, it's basically. not a unique track 
No. For alternate towers. Oh, okay, fine. No, but it's been used for as long as I can remember. Yes. I'm a man of culture, which is why I recognised it. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> uh, so they even have a version of that in the kind of Wicker Man folksy style playing. Right. Um, it's quite cool. You'll like hear. You'll go around the park and you'll just hear a version of that song, and you're like, "Wait a second <laughs> Um, I think the Sm- the Smiler has a version of it as well. But if I, uh, I believe it's kind of kind of distorted, so it's kind of harder to hear. But uh, yeah, yeah. Wicker Man is a Woody. A Woody. A Woody. Uh, it's, it's good a to get di- a Woody. Dying breed of roller coaster, I would suggest. <laughs> Uh, very much so, but um, actually, really good fun. Um, I don't you know, imagine it's quite on... Sorry, I was gonna say, I'd imagine it's quite unusual as well for a, a wooden, a new, a new Woody to be built. And a 2018 new coaster for that to be wooden is sounds unusual to me. Uh, yeah, I guess it is these days. You know, a lot of people are looking for them steel coasters. Mm. Um, but the point, you know, that you got to think about how to best make a Woody work in this modern day and age and i think wicker man is actually kind of exceptional oh wow nice and i guess also given the uh considerations that the park has to make and take because of its location obviously wooden coast is potentially extremely loud which also makes it somewhat unusual to me that they were able to build one at alton towers given the considerations there with how close they are to residential areas but um Obviously yeah, uh, again, the good thing is that it's below the tree line, so um, you don't, it's not, and it's not actually that loud, particularly, it's certainly not, I mean, it's only two years old, so um, you have that obviously going on, but uh, yeah, it's not particularly loud, it's quite loud when it comes past you, but not loud overall, which is quite cool. Yeah. Um, and this replaced the flume, which was kind of classic. Uh, it was sponsored by Imperial Lever the last time I went, uh, and yeah, it was like the f- uh, logs weren't logs; they were bathtubs. Right. Um, but yeah, that is gone. Um, but a worthy replacement, I would say. Nice. That's good to hear. I'm intrigued. Yeah. That's especially with all the theming and whatnot. That's that sounds like I'm looking at pictures of it now. Uh, and it looks really cool, actually. The bit where it actually goes through the Wicker Man. Yeah. Uh, it's like Scary Barnstormer. Yeah. Awesome. It's, really, it's, it's good fun. Um, you know, the the theming isn't Disney level, but it's... No. Uh, it's yeah, for a, for a UK park, I'm, I was impressed. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, built by Great Coasters International, which I'm not super familiar with, but... Um, um, I, I think do, they make they woody, seem, woodies, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They they seem to just make almost exclusively wooden coasters. They did, in fact, do Guazi, which um, oh nice has, of course, been converted to Iron Guazi. Yeah. And, uh, but they have also done, or are working on the Texas Stingray, which is the upcoming coaster at SeaWorld San Antonio, which is a woody, but it seems like it, it seems like it might actually be something of a hybrid between wood and steel i think it has steel supports rather than uh wooden supports interesting okay so they're they're, they're broadening the the horizons a little bit on that one but yeah by and large they are exclusively woody cool uh what was after wicker man uh so the good thing about wicker man is that you kind of go around you can kind of go around in a clockwise 
um, s- kind of root. Um, the gardens make it a little bit difficult because the gardens are in a valley, but um, you can do this. So I went um, kind of left and around Wicker Man in this clockwise situation to the runaway train. Oh, which is very much a kids' ride. Let's be fair, but there oh, are you, a couple, you, a couple did of kids' rides. On it. Uh, I did this one specific kids ride. Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, so it's a powered steel coaster made by Mac Rides. Um, it's good fun. Uh, it goes around twice. Um, oh, it goes around its whole track twice. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I've come across a ride that does that before. Um, no, I guess it's not. It's not particularly busy because it's mainly for kids. So that, um, I can barely get into it with my, uh, you know, my knees were kind of. <laughs> pretty pressed against the bar so right i think the closest i've ever got is um back in the day at island of adventure before the days of harry potter when the uh flight of the hippogriff or whatever it's called uh was the uh, flying unicorn oh yes uh, there was one occasion where we were on that road me and my sister and it was so dead that they literally just let us stay on it for as long as we like. We must have done about six or seven runs just back to back to back because <laughs> no one else was getting on it. So we just sat at the front of Flying Unicorn, did, yeah, like seven laps, basically, uh, which was amazing. Bad. As a kid, yeah. you couldn't ask for anything more. You felt so special. Uh, it's not like that anymore. It's too goddamn busy all the time. Uh, yeah. Sure is. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, that um, sounds cool, the Runaway yeah, Mine Train. One of the cool things about that as well is that uh, there are rapids right next to the Runaway Mine Train, uh, and the train, uh, the it drops and goes into the, a cave section, which is right next to the um, rapids, but in opposite directions. So you is can this, go is past people that are on or... the rapids. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, so you can go past people that are on the rapids, which is always good fun. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, I didn't go on the rapids this time, but because um, it was overcast and a bit cold and starting to rain, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna maybe I'll come back to that later, and then I never did. But right, yeah. Um, the rapids—they're not particular—they're not Popeye. <laughs> well, well, what is? Well, uh, yes. Popeye to um, many is like peak rapids. Um, yeah, um, you you don't get particularly wet on the, on these rapids. Right, yeah. Which I think is, I think you don't really want to be getting as soaked as you would do on Popeye in the UK. I wouldn't have thought, you know. No, there's only going to be a, a few days a year where you could reliably dry off and not get hypothermia. Yeah. So, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, next, uh, you would come across Jewel, which used to be uh, it's a haunted mansion style ride that has been converted into a kind of Men in Black shooter. Oh, interesting. Um, Is it still on that cause got it a spooky sucks. theme? Yes. Right. It's still like skeletons and monsters and stuff, but it's kind of lame now, I think. Fine. So um, I didn't go on that. Uh, but I did go on the big one for me, Nemesis. Ah, oh, yes. We did do an episode once. Uh, this would have been... Oh, a long time ago at this point. How long have we been doing this goddamn podcast? Like a year and change, year and a half? Yeah, maybe almost more? two years, right? Almost two years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, um, well, and yeah, we're probably, lockdown. what, four months um, away, maybe? 
we, we did an episode some time ago about our favourite roller coasters. I think it was as simple as that. It was obviously a very slow news week. And I think Nemesis was your favourite. Uh, yes, it was my favourite. And remains well the case. Maybe, maybe not. That was a very long, dramatic pause there, Josh. Uh, <laughs> uh, at the time of riding Nemesis, Nemesis was indeed my favourite ride still ever. Has that changed? We'll find out. Um, yeah, Nemesis. Uh, still a classic, still really good fun. Still kind of love it. Um it is a B&M coaster, much like Nemesis Inferno that I spoke about earlier uh, in the Thought Park one uh, with Nemesis Inferno. Um, so it's an inverted coaster uh, designed by John Wardley again. Um, really bloody great. Um, meant to be like an they were mining and then there's a there's a theme to this one as well. They were mining, they came across this alien, then they tried to chain it down, uh, but then it like integrated with the ride. <laughs> to form the ride and now you ride the ride I don't quite get that but, but right um, yeah really good fun uh, some really good loops and some corkscrews and the like so yeah nice um, that, see that's kind of like I think that's like the oldest ride in the park now because corkscrew's gone um, so yeah that's 1994 that's almost as old as us Tom oh, don't, don't say that Um, next was uh, also in that kind of Forbidden Valley area Uh, I should mention I probably should have mentioned this earlier but they do have kind of names the Wicker Man seems to be in the uh, in in no real area Um, but the train and the rapids are in the Katanga Canyon uh, Jewel is in the gloomy woods and uh, Nemesis and Galactica are in the Forbidden Valley um, and it's quite a walk like you go through this tree like there's a part where you're just walking through trees and there's no rides anywhere huh that's kind of and nice you just have to, I kind of like that yeah and you just kind of have to hope that there's rides at the end of this footpath <laughs> <laughs> is it not very well signposted or something uh, yeah it is it's like hey there's you know there's rides up here but then you kind of start going and you're like are they sure this this was that sign right? I'm not sure. And because right. of the artistic style of the map, you don't necessarily get that. But that's why I'd advise using the mobile app because then it gives you actual walking directions and how long it will take you to get somewhere. Ah, interesting. Yeah. The mobile app is actually really good, I think. Yeah, I, I find most theme park mobile apps to be style over substance to be honest and i'm mainly talking about the kind of the 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 major ones in in florida Hmm. um i'd imagine they have to become more reliant on them in these unprecedented times uh, for getting food and doing your virtual lines and all that kind of stuff so it's good to know that the alton towers one is up to standard already because i'd imagine it's similar there in that they would probably quite like you to rely more on the app so that they don't have to worry about people picking up paper maps and yeah and that there kind are of thing. no paper maps there are no paper towns. maps was this a, no, there was were this no a, paper maps in thought park as well i should have mentioned that was this just a coronavirus measure or is this an environmentally friendly thing that they've been doing for a while a coronavirus measure Oh, okay. Well, that's the type yeah. of thing that you would maybe wonder if they would ever even bother bringing them back. Yeah, why bother, uh, right? It's cheaper um, and it's better for the environment. Why bother bringing them back? 
Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't bring them back, Josh, if I was running the thing. Yeah. Amen. Uh, or I guess you could have uh, like a PDF on a computer. Um, and if someone really needed one, they could go to like customer services and get one printed out for them. Sure. You could make it a bit of a faft to encourage people to use the app. Yes. I like it. Not a bad um, idea. Yeah. Uh, Galactica. Uh, formerly known as Air, the artist formerly known as Air, um, is another B&M coaster, but this time uh, it's a flying coaster, kind of like uh, Manta, I guess, oh. at SeaWorld. Now um, that is a good roller coaster. Yeah. Um, Galactica, uh, so Air um, has been, you know, open since 2002. In 2016, it got changed to Galactica. Uh, and at that same time, they added VR. <laughs> great great like yeah. like kraken they both yes. had this terrible idea around about the same time uh yes pretty much uh, oh. and then in 2018 the vr was removed so i've never ridden this on <laughs> with vr right it doesn't um, sound like i I, th- I find the idea of a vr on a roller coaster deeply unpleasant uh, uh, for, for a variety yeah. of reasons um hygiene um, motion sickness, uh, just discomfort. Um, um, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I would like to. I think I'd like to have tried it, but um, mm. also from a hygiene standpoint, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, not especially not now. Yeah, uh, public um, VR is boat, maybe so. one of the least hygienic <laughs> <laughs> things you could imagine doing right now. Yeah, Gosh. for sure. Um, and you know, I've missed the boat now, so oh well. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah Galactica uh, I, I hate calling it Galactica I still call it Air you can call it Air if you like we still call Hollywood Studios MGM around here it's true um, I think Air is a better name uh, deal with it well Galactica um, just makes me think of the of, uh, Battlestar um, yes and yeah the Battlestar, Beast, Battlestar Galactica, Galactica rides at um, Universal Singapore which uh are okay, but they're nothing to write home about, really, as far as, you know, uh, big steel coasters are concerned. Kind of... Uh, no. Pretty average. Um, hey, uh, you know, air is good fun. Um, it is no manta, <laughs> but it is good fun. What, why is it no manta? What's what's lacking? Yeah, man- I mean... It's, uh, you know, the US are going to... US, right? So... Mm. It's it's a it's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit faster, it's a little bit more fun. Fair enough. But, um, but I guess this feels, this towns, feels a bit Josh, more like not, your sword. You're not, you're not funding the mistreatment of uh, sea life, uh, marine life. Well, yeah, maybe. I I don't know how Sea Life Centre treats this fish. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, they don't make them uh, jump through hoops and. That kind of thing, at least. It's Not true. that I know of, uh, anyway. You, Maybe they no. do. You do, no, go uh... f- you do go for a hoop in on air now. So. Oh, you do? Yeah. Any particular um, reason? What kind of hoop are we talking about? I assume here? that is has that... a VR element because it, like, sprays mist. Oh, I see. But um, obviously that, that is pointless now. Yeah. Um, yeah, from there, um, you can take a walk down into the valley, into the gardens, which is always good fun. Or, or you can get uh, the cable car over the valley. Which, uh, we did which not, one did you I opt did. for on this occasion? I walked. Oh. Yes. Um, 
the cable car they've had a quite a long queue and it didn't seem to be going down particularly fast. So, right, yeah, we'll consider so another better it, option. Was it was stuff because Thorpe Park seemed pretty dead. I think we'd kind of worked out that they had limited capacity to potentially as low as ten percent. Yeah, what kind of was the overall vibe at Alton Towers in terms of footfall? Um, so I think Alton, Alton Towers is a bigger park, uh, mm. but. Most of the stuff, no one like a lot of the area, no one really cares about. So there's a big CBeebies land, but obviously you're not going to get a lot of foot traffic in there. Certainly not right now, I don't think. Um, no. The gardens is quite a large area, which allows for a larger capacity, but no one really cares about it. Um, which is quite nice for when you want to go walking in the gardens because it means it's kind of dead. Um, yeah. But it also means that there's more people in the park, so the rides are inherently busier. Yeah. Um, so they were generally longer. I think the shortest queue was about 40 minutes. Um, and the longest queue, well, the runaway mine, runaway train was 20, but don't really count that. Um, the others were about 40 minutes, yeah. uh, up to an hour and 10 for the smiler. Okay, I mean, what's that like compared to what you would expect for this time of year? I mean, that those sound reasonable. They don't sound crazy. Uh, I would I guess say they're still short. They're short. Yeah, um, I would expect them to be probably double that. Oh wow, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's maybe a good time yeah. to go to these parks then, if you're you know averse normally to standing around in lines for long periods of time. Um, especially if you're looking for something to do with with the kids who are obviously not back at school in large numbers here. Um, if all the kids' rides are practically dead, I mean, it's worth noting, much like with Thought Park last week, we're not going to, like, uh, touch on literally every ride in the park. So, you know, kiddie rides and kind of more bog-standard thrill rides that people aren't as interested in. But like you said, there's a CBeebies land and like yeah. a, a, a Legoland style driving school and you know a teacups ride and that kind of thing um but yeah nothing nothing really to write home about I assume on the kiddie ride front it's not like some of the you know Disney or Universal kiddie rides where the theming might be so spectacular and they might go above and beyond that they're maybe worth talking about even if the actual ride elements themselves are super basic but here i don't know seems seems like maybe that's not the case uh no not particularly you know uh so the kids area is kind of like teletubbies peter rabbit uh themed uh postman pat is in there do you remember the little like weird yellow blobs from the cbb's uh like idents vaguely vaguely did you ever play they a game a called loco roco no right i think it might have been on the playstation two or maybe even the psp uh, they always reminded me of the cbb's blobs right <laughs> um, so they have a ride apparently um but yeah which which incarnation in of there. peter rabbit is is represented here is it the james corden one um yes oh. um well right. it was new for 2019 so i'm guessing so yeah, Peter um, Rabbit did it, depressingly well at the box office here. Like, yeah, I mean, it's to be expected, I think. Yeah, I mean, the British public have shown themselves to be to have questionable opinions over the last five or six years, but nothing, nothing made me doubt them more than I think. I think what really got me was when Peter Rabbit officially outgrossed Paddington at the box office here. Oh. It was like, what are you? What is going on here? 
Paddington oh. is so good as well. Paddington is legit a masterpiece. Peter Rabbit is just, just not just abysmal. Anyway, let's not <laughs> dwell on Peter let's Rabbit. Dwell, yes. Um, so next in line for you, if you came out of the gardens, um, would be Hex. But Hex was not open. Hex is an indoor kind of stupid thing, which is based on a um, actual local Alton area folklore of this chained tree there is a tree in the actual forest around alton that is chained um and they built a kind of ride around that idea you know what josh you have you have vented about hex previously we did do an episode on our biggest like theme park disappointments letdowns if you will and hex i remember was among them because yeah the chained up tree is uh yeah it's all coming flooding back since you mentioned that that was definitely a feature of that particular episode again probably over a year and a half ago at this point yeah um it's kind of like a a naff pirate ship great that sounds brilliant um, yes. Thankfully, because of these unprecedented times, uh, you can't. You're not allowed to do it. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Um, the Alton Towers dungeon is also shut, mm. um, which is you know again part of the London dungeon, the dungeons themed stuff. So London dungeons, Edinburgh dungeons, blah 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 blah. Um, there is a it's a uh, additional purchase uh, area uh, usually, but that was also shut because it's indoors. Right. Um, I haven't done it either. Um, I haven't actually done the London Dungeons, so we really need to get on that. I've done the London um, Dungeons, but it was a long time ago. If anything, I was right, too yeah. young. I think it probably scarred me. Yeah, I think I was also too... I think I have done it, but I was ridiculously too young. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing, parents, too young? Mm. But um, it's good stories from it. Uh, like my <laughs> mum being scared by Jack the Ripper. That does sound good. We should get her on the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> recount this traumatic period of her life. Yes. Uh, next, uh, Rita, uh, formerly Rita, Queen of Speed, um, and it's a uh, launched roller coaster, um, kind of like um, rock and roller coaster, Avec Aerosmith. <laughs> uh, but you don't go upside down in any shape or form, so you just kind of go round and you have like fast corners and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, it's fine, um, but it's kind of, kind of doesn't really fit with the area's theming, which is the dark forest. Sure. Um, it was because it well, it was next to what was corkscrew, uh, so it kind of themed. It was randomly themed to just being this drag race roller coaster um, and then when Corkscrew got replaced by 13 they rethemed it so that the forest was taking over Rita um, and it's just kind of seems a bit weird um, and it's fine it goes fast well that's all some people want from their roller coaster Josh you got to just got to go fast maybe they should retheme it fast. to Sonic uh, maybe yeah um what is this thirteen thing? Because I, 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 I've got it open, admittedly, just on Wikipedia, and uh, it mentions being the uh, mentions having the world's first vertical free fall drop element on a roller coaster. So yes. when they say that, do they mean um, is, is that what's on the Hagrid's magical creatures incredibly it is indeed, convoluted Tom. name adventure? Sure is. Oh, interesting. 
Um, so this wasn't open. They're doing. Uh, if they were filming uh, all this week. Oh um, man! For what? like a for a TV show, I believe. Um, or like, like a, a like a documentary, a factual program yes. or some drama. Like a, or? Yes. A documentary factual program. They do these occasionally. Uh, they've done it. Uh, they usually do it at Alton Towers because it's quite a cool park to do it at because of the different ideas they got going on. They got like the Sea Life Centre. They've got the dungeons. They've got the roller coasters. They've got the park. So, um, and they've also got a water park there, and they've got the hotels. It's it's technically called the Alton Towers Resort. Mm. Um, so yeah, they film there. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's about the coronavirus. I think that'd be quite a cool series to do it on, but I'd. <laughs> It's hard to say, uh, but thirteen was unfortunately not open when we were there. Um, I actually saw the guy, the filming guys with the big camera going into thirteen while we was queuing for Rita. Ah, um, it's thirteen is fine as well. Um, it's a kind of average runaway train in nature. Yeah, uh, until you get to the drop. Um. And the drop is the first time you do, you get to the drop. If you don't know about the drop, it's kind of awesome. Sure, but um, once you've done it, it's kind of like meh. I think. Yeah. Um, and they kind of did this whole big thing about how oh, it says this like vertical drop, so then everyone knew about it. Yeah, that can you imagine kind of, if they hadn't publicised that? I mean, I know obviously you know it's hard to think of a better line when you're publicizing a new ride than, oh, it's got a world first element and it's this. Um, mm. That's a great thing to put on a, uh, in an advert or whatever. But yeah, the, the, the concept of a, a surprise drop element, a uh, free fall drop on a roller coaster is, um, I mean, that, the whole point of it is designed to catch you off guard. And if you know going in, then, yeah, obviously that may, maybe takes away from it a little bit. But um, still sounds cool, yeah. though. I, I, I've not experienced one of those before. So I was, you know, I would have done by now. I was looking forward to seeing what how it felt on Hagrid. But, um, yeah, I didn't realise that Thorpe Park had uh, led the way on that front. Not Thorpe Park, Alton Towers had led the way on that front. Yeah, it's kind of one of the cool things about... Um the Merlin Park, well, uh, what were the two sorts of parks now? The Merlin Parks is that they try and lead the way on certain things. So um, Nemesis uh, very much was the, um, they helped uh, with the B&M inverted coaster at the time. Um, the Blivham was one of the very first, like, near straight down drop coasters. Um, oh, like Sheikra. Like Sheikra. Uh, Colossus was uh, the first one with 10 loops. Um, and there's some things like that. You know, they try and set records and things like that, which is quite cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, next you kind of walk from there, you have to kind of walk back out towards the gardens and then around the towers, uh, which is where Hex is. Um, and then you come, you see it right in front of you, the Smiler. The Smiler, which has a... Oh, well, I mean, there's been some awful incidents... Um... On Smiler, I mean, it, it still runs, obviously. Uh, I mean, yes. the most famous, well, most famous, most terrific uh, incident was how long ago was it that the poor uh, there was a girl or, or woman on there who was it ended up having to lose both uh, of her legs? Five or years one? ago. So five years ago, really. Yeah, 2015, June 2015. Um, 
yeah, that was the mo- I mean, that that was what one of the trains collided with another train or a train that was. I think I think it was was it coming into the station or something. I can't quite remember. Uh, so uh, they had added a, a, a another train to the track. Right. Um, to you know to increase uh, capacity on the ride, yeah. uh, that had failed to get over a loop, and so had rolled back into a, a section. Um, the train with the people on it uh, had correctly stopped at a break point. Um, unfortunately, um, a ride engineer manually overrode that mechanism, um, meaning that the carriage with the people in it, the train with the people in it then rolled down and crashed into the empty train that was stationary in the middle of the track. Yeah. Um, That's mad. Is, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of real, really unfortunate. I mean, as someone who hasn't done it before, I must admit, when I think of Smiler, that's what I think of. You know, I think of that incident, and uh, in some ways, uh, I guess yeah. it's crazy that it's still there. You would think maybe that it would that they'd want to tear. I mean, I'm sure it was. It was quite relatively new at the time, wasn't it? I mean, it's. I think it was, yeah, it was 2013. Only two years old at the time. Yeah, and it's like. I get that it would have been a big investment and it's not long at all to, you know, even re-theme a ride, let alone tear it down. But I don't know, the fact that I, as I say, that's what comes to mind when I think of the Smiler and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, it's maybe a little bit strange that it's it's still there. I think I'd almost feel nervous getting on it because of that, uh, knowing that that's yeah. happened, even if it couldn't possibly happen again, because maybe they've... I mean, does it still operate with two trains to try and boost, or did they go back on that after uh, yeah, the... So, yeah, two trains. Um, yeah, uh, so they have... Uh, so it took them almost a year until they reopened again mm. um, as they uh, kept it shut to reevaluate the safety procedures for it um and they have now uh, they, it reopened with uh, completely revamped safety standards they say um and uh y- you know it was the busiest ride in the park yeah fair enough so um you know that's, uh, that's kind of shows you what people <laughs> yeah um i guess so um so the Smiler is a uh, what they call an infinity coaster by Gerstelauer. So um, it's kind of like an evolution of the Saw ride at Thorpe Park. Ah. Um, uh, and it was, so instead of having... So Saw is 4 by 4 This is 4x4x4x4. Uh, so it's doubles the capacity per carriage. Um <laughs> You, uh, and the, you know the breakpoints allow you know so you can have more people on it at once. Um, yeah, fourteen inversions on the Smiler is the uh, world holds the world record for the most inversions on a single roller coaster. Um, it is insane. You do not stop inverting. <laughs> um, I mean, you're you're a veteran, Josh, at this point of the the theme park industry, obviously. Yes, uh, and, a, yeah. and a thrill seeker. Uh, d- d- does it even leave you ruffled when you come off? Or uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've looked at a coaster in quite some time. And gone, oh damn! <laughs> uh, right. You know, you walk around that corner and you just see the smile in front of you, and you see the two ca- trains looping, uh, and like, and the way the loops are done, they're like in between each other. So one loops through another loop. Um, and it's absolutely insane. Um, 
put it this way, Tom. Uh, Nemesis was number one. Nemesis oh, wow. is no longer number oh, one. Oh my word! The smiler yeah. is your favourite roller coaster. <laughs> the smiler Period. is my favourite roller coaster. Period. Wow! What a statement! I did not expect what to come into the studio today yeah. and hear such hard truths being dropped. That's that's madness. Gets uh, Josh's seal of approval. What would John Wardley say? Have you rung him up to apologise? Uh, <laughs> I haven't, no. Have you burned um, his book? <laughs> uh, you know, out I had a good window. run. It's over, John. Nemesis had a good run. You'll always be near and dear to my heart, but... Uh... Well... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I mean, I, I yeah. after all that preamble about how I would feel uncomfortable riding it because of its um, because of its past, and now here that it's your favourite ride of all time, it's like <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> but uh, no, that uh, does sound yeah. crazy. The number of inversions My it has. My top and... three rides are now at Alton Towers. Wow. Yeah. So Smiler number I, one, I, Nemesis, I, and then thirteen. I should go. No, not I thirteen. Wicker Man. Yeah. Um, it's just a bit of a trek, though, isn't it? Got a... it? It is a bit of a trek, yeah. Have you ever stayed up there in the hotels or anything? Yes, uh, I did it. Uh, I was a kid, uh, which is kind of annoying because um, you get to go into the theme park early when you stay at the hotel. Uh, it's right. quite a nice hotel. It's quite. Uh, it's trying to have this kind of stately home sort of vibe to it. Uh, there's two hotels now, actually. There's uh, the the Alton Towers Hotel, and then there's Splash Landings, which is like a theme park, water parky themed hotel. Mm. Um, Splash Landing was open when we went, so we stayed at the the other one, um, and it opened early. Uh, and I believe Oblivion was like kind of brand new near nearly brand new at the time when we went uh, and i was not tall enough to go on it <laughs> the idea of you being not tall enough to do something is funny to me i just assumed you were born and like immediately at least five eight just that was your starting <laughs> point yeah um <clears throat> unfortunately not um oblivion is actually next on the list though um as you kind of ah oh, based on the uh, tom cruise movie of the same name uh i believe the film is based on the ride <laughs> it's just two hours of tom cruise getting on a roller coaster uh, it's filmed shortly after that famous chat show bit where he jumped up and down on the sofa because he was dating katie holmes and he immediately oh, yeah. went to thought park and uh, sorry alton towers and rode oblivion uh, full of hype and yeah they made a whole movie yeah. about it um yeah. Uh, so this, <laughs> I, uh, there's actually a bit you know where he like drops because he's on that like space like platform right high up in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like drops off of it. And that's, that's kind of like Oblivion. Yeah. Um, nice. Oblivion is a uh, a steel dive coaster prototype by Bollinger and Mabillard. B and M again. Thank you. Um, um, oh, like Shikra. Like Shikra, yeah. Um, and it was marketed as the world's first vertical drop roller coaster. Uh, with a top speed of 68 miles an hour, it is the third fastest roller coaster behind Stealth at Fort Park and the big one, at Blackpool Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Have you done Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Uh, I have. I actually went uh, rugby tour in year eight year seven year eight whenever it was uh was to blackpool um and 
we went to the pleasure beach for one day. You did sign up actually, and the timing on this was obviously couldn't have been worse. But you did sign up to like some sort of theme park, like club, right? And yeah, I am part of the uh, the roller coaster theme park i can't even remember the it's got a kind of convoluted name but yes i'm signed up it's just some sort of thrill seekers guild that arrange trips to theme parks in the uk correct and yeah pretty you, much you, you were just signed up to that not long before everyone was told to stay at home and not do anything with their lives so yeah. the timing on that was not ideal but presumably uh when they start organizing trips again um some of these parks will be on the list uh, uh yeah uh so they actually blackpool uh, is like kind of their big event okay um so they uh have a big you know they hire, they've got like a, a conference center there as well like kind of small conference center but they hire out the big room there and they have like uh shows and um, they put on lunches and dinners there and stuff like that so um yeah uh and you get discounts through the club as well, which is quite cool. Um, yeah. Um, so I was, I would have probably have gone to that one or next year's one. I think I was too late for this year's one, but for next year's one, I would have gone to uh, see what happens with coronavirus, I guess. It's true. Um, Oblivion then is, is another John Wardley creation. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, this is kind of, um, I guess, the uh, original... Um, Secret weapon sort of code name. Uh, no, sorry, Nemesis was, and then this one uh, was the second one. Uh, it was kind of where it became properly synonymous was they carried on this sort of secret weapon idea, um, which is what they called all their rides. So uh, Nemesis was Secret Weapon 3 before it was called Nemesis, like when it was in prototype. Um, and this and ne uh, Oblivion was codenamed Secret Weapon 4. Uh, and then I think... Uh, Wicker Man was like Secret Weapon 13 or something. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, it's not a particularly long ride. It would have been kind of like absolutely bonkers when it first opened in 98. Yeah. But um, you literally go up, you drop, you kind of loop, you kind of bank around and you're done. It's super quick. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I know I keep taking the mic by saying, oh, like Sheikra, but Sheikra is not dissimilar to that, right? There's like the, the there's the first big drop and then a loop that you just about bail out of and then there's a few big banking turns. You do have a slightly shorter or much shorter drop as well um, on Sheikra afterwards, but Sheikra's not a long ride either. Like I think the drop coasters, you know, they This front is even load. shorter than that, Tom. Yeah, but like the, the this whole point is literally is front the drop the and then that's it. You front load the thrill and then you're just kind of waiting for it to be over after that. Um, uh, it's all yeah. about the sense of anticipation and then pooing your pants and then you basically just waiting to get off so you can go bathroom. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Oblivion, a kind of cool um, theming, like... <laughs> Uh, marketing around it had this uh, had this guy who was like talking at you um oh, Tom Cruise, and they gone mean? yeah Tom Cruise yeah um and they kind of went away from that marketing but they've come back to it now as well again which is kind of cool um and the kind of the big line is that um don't look down <laughs> did you um, look down yeah oh so you didn't heed the advice why no you're such a rebel 
You don't, you don't have much choice in the matter, to be honest. No, that's fair. If it's a vertical drop, I guess there aren't really many yeah. other places um, you can look other than just not looking no. at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, you climb up, uh, you kind of go around the corner, you then it ever so incredibly slowly tips you over the edge, so slowly that pretty much everyone thinks that you actually stop, but you don't. So you don't stop. Um, so it's not quite like Shikra then? No. Ah, to be fair, I, um, I'm trying to remember. But it's like so slow, you would think it. You, you would think you'd stopped. I'm trying to remember. I think when she, I might be making this up, but I want to say when Sheikra first opened, that didn't stop, and it was also just very slow. And then I, I want to say maybe they added the stop later, or they, or did it was they took the floor off? So there was some change that was made to Sheikra. Uh, after it opened to make it more thrilling and it was maybe it was taking the floor off actually I might be slightly I might have misremembered uh, anyway sorry um, um, it seems like uh, the there used to be a there used to be a pause um, when it first opened oh they took it out um, oh interesting they took it out yes um, so it used to pause and the guy would come over the mic over the speakers and go don't look down and then it would drop you. Um, but due to uh, um, sound restrict, new sound restrictions in 2004, it got taken out. Or could you hear it in the village? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is just old people going, what? What's going people on? Just... What? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah. You know, old people wandering around their village just trying to do their weekly shop or whatever or go and meet Margaret for a tick cup of coffee I could just hear every five minutes a booming voice telling them not to look down I could imagine that getting a bit much this is a here's an interesting little tidbit that I uh, can remember now that I've read it but um, there used to be a little uh, in the queue there was a video there's like queue line videos and it's mainly the guy um, you know giving you all the spiel but there was one of them and it was talking about the safety of the right Right. But like in a sort of, oh, it's actually not that safe sort of thing. Yeah. Like as, you know, those sorts of thing you would ham up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, oh, it's scary. I'm guessing um, they and don't. they've removed that uh, since 2015, since the Smiler accident. Right. I was going to say, you wouldn't do that on the Smiler for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like to, the fact that Oblivion, which sounds pretty cool, is like one of the quote unquote lesser of the big coasters here, I think sounds testament to the fact that Alton Towers has some, but a pretty ridiculously good lineup of, of big coasters. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's only really one, uh, one more kind of minor big ride. Um, I, I wouldn't put it into the, like the, the echelons, but, um, Spinball Wizard is also one that is there, um, which is, <laughs> which is not bad. <laughs> um, it was this one, Tom, um, used to be, if I remember rightly, uh, used to be sponsored by Sega and the little blue hedgehog himself. Oh, really? Yes. So um, that was and a was Sonic known ride. as Sonic Spinball. Oh, nice. What I guess they um, just I guess they changed it because of money reasons because you know Sonic is still a pretty hot property even though I mean it's mainly to take the mick out of him but that movie did very yeah. well didn't it I I think um it was sponsored by them so the f sponsorship ended so they got it got taken off rather than 
Yeah. Um, them licensing Sonic. Yeah. Um, but it's um, got. It had like um, you know the red sort of bumpers that you uh, would run into in Sonic has some of them. Mm. Um, or oh, had some of them going on, which is kind of cool, and it was in uh, blue. Um, and that's kind of like uh, the. It's a spinning coaster, obviously. Uh, so it's like. Uh, there's a dragon challenge ride at, or there's a dragon roller coaster at Chessington, um, and there's the Nemo ride at uh, Walt Disney Studios in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, Cobra's so Curse yeah, at Busch Gardens, Tampa. Uh, I think that's a bit different because that's like your your spinning is controlled on that, right? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. Um. Whereas on this, it's purely based on weight. Right. Uh, so um, if you, you know, if you have, so it's uh, two by two, like back to each other. Um, and if you overload one side, then you'll spin more than if you have equal weight distribution. Mm. That's cool. The potential yeah. for it to be a bit different each time then. Uh, yeah. I'm probably more likely to ride it without the Sonic name because I think Sonic the Hedgehog is garbage and always has been. The film's bad, the games are bad, the character's bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It was never good. People say, oh, 3D Sonic's bad. It was good when it was 2D. They're wrong as well. 2D Sonic's good. You're wrong. No, 2D Sonic is also bad. (laughs) End of story. Thanks very much. Uh, that's kind of the park. Um, naturally, I didn't do any of the CBB's land. I would have been too big for any of it. Well, I'm disappointed to hear that because when I went to Universal Singapore for a solo trip report, I did report back on all the childish rides. I, I mean, Clearly, I'm a small person, so I got on them, no problem. But I also uh, didn't let my pride get in the way, Josh. Uh, I went right to the front of the Sesame Street Spaghetti Space Chase and the Madagascar Carousel without any uh, pride issues. I have no pride left to uh, to, to harm, well, yeah, to be we fair. All, we all know. But, um, yeah, I, I went above and beyond for the uh, journalistic cause of the Park Rush podcast. Maybe next time you'll go the, the whole way and do yeah. the CBB's land. I can reach my goal. I can go the distance. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for guiding me through Alton Towers, Josh. That sounds like, despite the You're disgusting hour at which you had to leave the house, yeah. uh, it sounds like a pretty good day. Yeah, I should mention, before we go, you have to pay for parking as well. Um, oh, it doesn't say that on the website, which is kind of annoying. Um, but there are ticket machines, and it's £6, or you can pay for it. Uh, there's a QR code that you can scan and pay for it through your phone if you want. That's good to know. Uh, and a bit yep. cheeky, I would suggest. Yes. Um, is there public transport that goes straight to the gates? Uh, no. Well, that's doubly rubbish then. Yeah. Um, um, I can't even tell you where the nearest station is, but you'd have to get a a fairly uh, a relatively expensive cab, I would imagine. Mm. Um, yeah. It probably, you know, it took me a whole tank of petrol to get there and back. Um, because I have a gas guzzling car, uh, so that's cost me about fifty-five pounds in fuel. Um, I would imagine that a taxi isn't much cheaper than that. 
And this is so from, from uh, sort of London, Kent, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah. so um, if you have a more economical car, it would have been cheaper. It's true. But I can only do 300 miles on a tank. Uh, well, it's disappointing to end on the uh, somewhat low note of the revelation that parking is not free. But um, alas, I guess uh, other than that, it sounds like a pretty good day out, especially if you uh, are, are a thrill seeker. Who, uh, yeah. Uh, some of the biggest coasters in the UK uh, for certain at Alton Towers. Um, well, that's going to do it, I think. That's another exhaustive trip report. Josh, incredible work once again. Thank um, you. And, and maybe some, maybe some, uh, some pictures will turn up on the Park Rush Twitter account in the um, hours and days ahead. If you could tell me at least one so I can put it on this episode, that'd yeah. be great. For sure. Nice. Uh, you can follow us, of course, on Twitter at Park Rush Podcast, and you can email the show to podcast at parkrush.com. Uh, our home website is parkrush.com, uh, but you can, of course, also find every episode on your preferred podcasting app. Uh, subscribe, of course, in those places too. And, um, yeah, that'll do it. We'll be back next week. I think the plan potentially is to have uh, Theme Park Express himself Adrian Vasquez back on the show to talk about his time at the Walt Disney World parks this past week or two. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, that's that's my hope uh, and my plan, but we will wait and see exactly what happens. Either way, there will be an episode. Until then, take it easy, everybody. Stay safe out there. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.